Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, I'm Gianna Volpe. On March 2nd, 2023, the Suffolk County Human Rights Commission is taking on a new oversight role of the police department's internal affairs investigations, a move some activists applauded but said is not strong enough as part of a police reform effort spurred by the 2020 police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Officials said yesterday, Michael O'Keefe and Nicole Fuller report on Newsday.com that the Human Rights Commission, which is a county-funded body that investigates housing and employment discrimination, will begin taking complaints of alleged police misconduct from the public on Monday, according to Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone. The commission will forward all complaints to the Suffolk County Police Department's Internal Affairs Bureau, which investigates allegations of police misconduct. The IAB will continue to work independently, but the commission will review IAB's work and has hired four investigators for a total of seven commission investigators. In other news, following a flood of complaints from riders since the Long Island Railroad overhauled its new service plan, the MTA added cars to some trains to alleviate concerns about overcrowding and sought to assure riders they were listening. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that LIRR interim president Catherine Rinaldi said the railroad has, quote, already started to lengthen our busiest trains and will continue to monitor ridership patterns under the new schedule to see what future adjustments may be necessary. We're looking at passenger loading. We're looking at frequency of service. We're looking at who is taking what train, Rinaldi said in the statement, adding this is not fixed in stone. We'll be adjusting and adapting as we go forward. Although the railroad's newly bolstered capacity allowed it to add 271 trains to its schedule, the changes have also inconvenienced many riders, especially those not headed to Grand Central. The railroad said about 71% of Manhattan-bound commuters are still using Penn Station. The new service shortened trains by several cars, removed some trains from the schedule, and requires Brooklyn riders to transfer to a shuttle train at Jamaica. The changes have contributed to severe crowding on some trains and station platforms, including at Jamaica, according to riders. The 700,000-square-foot Grand Central Madison station fully opened Monday after decades of planning and construction and $11.1 billion in costs. The railroad carried 60,652 people yesterday morning, the most of any rush hour so far this week. Here on the East End, second-grade teacher Monique Sullivan sat on her couch Stunned as she read an email that came through Monday evening, she was distraught after finding out that Springs School Principal Christine Cleary and Assistant Principal Josh Odom are both resigning at the end of the school year. And she was enraged by the way the district decided to share the news. Desiree Keegan reports on 27East.com that the news discussed Tuesday night's Board of Education meeting, where the pair's letters of resignation were formerly accepted, comes on the heels of the retirement announcement of Superintendent of Schools Deborah Winter, slated for June 2024. Quote, Spring School is sad to announce that we will be losing two of our incredible team administrators, Winter said in an email notification Monday night sent to district stakeholders, adding please know that the search for a new principal and assistant principal will be underway shortly, and we look forward to notifying you when replacements have been found. It's all part of what Sullivan and many other teachers and parents who flooded the BOA 
E meeting this past Tuesday night said has been symbolic of mounting concerns inside the building over a lack of communication, a change in culture, and an inability to retain staff. Quote, this breaks my heart and it's very troubling to see the amount of turnover, the mother of four children in the district said through a shaky voice, adding it's a completely different place from when I started here just eight years ago. It doesn't feel good and it trickles down to the children and quote more than 80 staff members have departed the Springs School District over the past five years, including 54 who have resigned in just the last three years alone. The Springs School Board went into a closed-door executive session last night to discuss the departures and figure out next steps. Speaking of schools, here in Southampton, after a lengthy, well-attended public hearing this past Tuesday night, the town board voted to, rather than vote on whether to disperse $6 million from the Community Preservation Fund for a joint purchase with the Sag Harbor School District of four adjoining lots on Marsden Street across from the Pearson Middle High School, to delay a decision until Tuesday, March 14th. Keelan Riley reports on news on, excuse me, on 27East.com that the lots, if purchased, would be developed into a regulation-sized playing field for Pearson's middle school and high school sports teams and would be open to the public for community use during the summer months, weekends, and on school breaks. The development also would include the construction of a small comfort station. Another lot on the opposite side of the street is being purchased by the district and would be developed into a parking lot. The adjournment to March 14 has greatly decreased the likelihood that the district would be able to schedule a bond vote for the development of the property on the same day as the annual budget vote currently set for May 16. In order to have the vote on that day, the district would need to provide legal notice of the vote by March 20th. District officials had hoped to schedule that vote on the same day as the budget vote because it would provide the best community voter turnout. The closing of the deal to buy the land is also contingent upon the community approving a bond vote to develop the property and further delays increase the likelihood that the seller could walk away from the deal, according to Sag Harbor School District officials. At Tuesday's hearing in Southampton Town Hall, those in opposition to the project outnumbered those in favor by 3 to 1 or 4 to 1 margin, according to Southampton Town Supervisor Jay Schneiderman, who said that the hearing brought up more questions than answers. Sliding over to Greenport in honor of artists Grant Hafner and Kara Hoblin, joining us at the bottom of the hour to talk about the Uncommon Artist Residency Series at the Soundview, looking like rain likely this morning mainly before 10, patchy fog as well, otherwise cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny today with a high near 48 degrees, north wind 6 to 13 miles per hour, becoming west in the morning. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 33 degrees, northwest wind 10 to 16 miles per hour. Right now, it's 41 degrees. I was going to play this before the news, but here it is. Yellows, here is the news from the time record of 1981 right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
From ELO to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. It's the Here edition of The Heart. All tracks with Here in the title in honor of the one and only Rory Kelly, who I'm hopefully going to get to play uh, up from here from her most recent record live in the WLIWFM studio. Stay tuned for Grant Hafner and Kara Hoblin and me, Gianna Volpe, on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. WLIWFM.
from the Queen of Soul to the Queen of the North Fork art scene, we've got Kara Hoplin in the studio. <laughs> I need like that. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because it, she's talking about Grant Hafner. It's often that, like, you know, I don't know who is going to be coming on. But then to prepare this morning, I look up and I'm like, I know this guy's art. He has the yummiest palette. And he does oh, landscapes you. in just, like, really bright, bold, beautiful colors Grant Hafner, also in the WLIWFM studio. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thanks for driving around the horn, as they say. Yes. It tends to be... <laughs> it's a it, foggy morning. So. It tends to be... a Well, from Greenport, it's sort of 50-50 about whether or not, like, what will be faster. Yeah, I thought the ferry, but then I forgot about the Lunch. trade. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's funny because here we are in early March and it's crazy to know that fact. It was like four streets deep. Whoa. Yeah. And all big trucks. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. They must I be building know. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well the season's starting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Getting oh, ready. Yeah. Speaking it's, of which it's coming. Speaking of which. All right, so is are you the first of the season for the uncommon second. Okay. Yeah. Tell us everything, Kara. Um so Soundview, Greenport. Uh, beautiful boutique hotel on the sound in Greenport. <laughs> if you can't tell, Kara uh, is now a marketing manager there? I'm the marketing director okay. yeah, for all the Greenport properties. So Soundview, Greenport, the Harbor Front Inn, and the Halyard Restaurant. We love this. This is a great place for um, you. I am still doing full-time art as well. Yes, we know. <laughs> uh, but as part of my position now, I organize their Uncommon Art Residency. Yeah. So the residency has been going on for six years. I was actually... I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Six years. I was actually an Uncommon Artist in 2018. So that's kind of how Learning. I was introduced to the, to the to program. The yeah. Um, we also have three sister properties in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and this resident residency also exists there. Now they're on their fourth year. Now I now I'm understanding mm -hmm. why Stefan went out there. Yes. And then did you as well? Um, yeah, I actually did the Uncommon Art Residency in 2021 in Jackson. Okay. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's, it's great. It's honestly a great program. Um, what we do is we have a a board that selects that changes every year that selects the artists. It's an open call in the fall through winter. And then in our off season, right, January, February, March into April, we invite artists to spend a week on the property, um, kind of work on whatever they Perfect. want. Yep. Utilize. I mean, Grant, you got to, I got, sorry to, to, yeah, to yeah. step on you, but I have to, now I got to hear, I mean, that is one of the most beautiful vistas that oh, we have gorgeous. here on the East End. It's beautiful. I'm, I've, I've been waking up to seeing the sunrise and then going to sleep, watching the sunset and actually seeing the moon set as well over the water. It's just been Fantastic. beautiful. We had like a moon. I don't know. It was even just like, I think it was like two two weeks ago. And I remember it was one of those uh, like not even a Cheshire cat, like a fingernail moon mm. with the whole yeah. dark side. It was very Lisa Frank. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that is just so beautiful Gorgeous. yes yeah so the the idea is that the artist can kind of like detach from their you know hustle bustle day to day get on the property be inspired by the north fork by the natural landscape uh we usually gravitate towards artists who also you know embody that in their work 
this year we focused on bringing an equal amount of local artists or locally inspired artists as well as regional and national artists. Um, I love that. Yeah. In the past, we've done like maybe one or two. So we did a almost even split this season. Um, Grant is our second artist. Um, our first ar- artist was Sylvia Channing, who is also a local artist on the South Fork. Um, and yeah, and I mean, uh, Grant. Yeah, and it's been a, a dream for me because I, I, I'm, I'm well known for doing local scenes of the South Fork in my paintings. And I kind of developed my style and uh, my landscapes out here. But to go to the North Fork for a week and get to take photographs that I can then take home and uh and and create work from it's, still, it's just so perfect still even though you know every time uh the north fork is featured in some lifestyle some national oh magazine God. we're like no <laughs> no but still somehow uh, a hidden gem of sorts oh it's, yes. it is it's it's quaint and cozy and still has all those farm fields i know magic yeah. we, we love great it. community people yes <laughs> we've got our, our brass knuckles dreaming. ready to defend yeah um uh, so this this uncommon art series has been eight years long what is the connection between the, the the series down by the fire pits and is that new from you are they connected um i mean their sound view really embodies the arts they've always provided like last summer we provided free space to local artists to teach classes um, we kind of have always been under the radar providing this artist space. Uh, there's not a lot of studio space in Greenport or on the entire North Fork right. that's even affordable. Um, so you think about Cindy P's row moving yeah. into like a marina. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and she's not even there anymore. Is she not? Yeah. That was the coolest. Uh, I know. I mean, you, you know, but, you got to work from there as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she does her nonprofit Upsculpt is actually now in Port of Egypt. Oh, so that's a, another beautiful place. Yes, today. another beautiful place. Um, but yeah, so the residency, the fireside chats are also kind of uh, under the radar, like small group sessions, maybe about 20 people that we host on the beach at the end of summer going into fall. Oh, OK. And those so are with like industry, like leading industry professionals, like top curators, like we've had. Uh, the curator of the MoMA. We've had like Andrea Grover from Guild yes. Hall. You know, um, yeah, we've had a lot of local and regional um, leaders in their field. And it's kind of like this series where it's intimate gatherings where you can kind of have an authentic conversation with these, you know, well-known people. <laughs> okay, so that said, um, yeah. how will will folks be able to meet and speak with you grant yes tonight actually oh. five to six the sound view um you can come have an intimate chat with me yeah. and uh, talk about well i'll give you a little uh, talk about my process i'm gonna have Please some do. unfinished works i'm gonna show you kind of start to finish live? about what oh, i do cool. let people touch my paintings um as well as see the weird uh, driftwood art sculptures i made this week you made i love that so i imagine you collected them right on property i did yeah, it was hard. I, I, I had all intention to go there and make paintings of my normal work. But when I was there, you just want to, you know, I got inspired by the landscape. And I wanted to try to, like, put my work into the landscape. Um, so, yeah, so I spent all day, every morning collecting rocks, painted a whole bunch of them pink. We um, love this! <laughs> Art sanctuary. I love I this. Some, yeah, I made a little Ronjo 
Like Ranjo is one of my favorite things from Montauk, one of the statues. Um, so I made a little driftwood Ranjo. So cool. I did a driftwood <laughs> Ode to Fudgy the Whale from Carvel. Stop it. Um, <laughs> so you never cool. know what'll happen. I but I, some tiki stuff. I love that. I it's a little different. I love but... to know that it's you're you're branching out as an artist as a, as a uh, you know a result of this residency. Well, I had just come off of a very big commission too, so I to get to do art without the pressure behind it and just do something that is totally you and just fun. So you, it, was it a big commission and it was very much your style? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so no, then it was that a makes big, total big project sense. that took like a, two months to finish. And you were probably and like I was completely, totally burnt out. Yeah. I didn't even really want to paint, so it's nice to... I mean, I always want to paint, but it was nice to like do something that's just so different <laughs> yeah, I mean, and fun. Even as a writer, there, yeah. there's mm -hmm. no comparing being on deadline and you have to write this and you have to write about this and you have to write in this style mm -hmm. and you have to have this this and this versus i can write whatever i want yeah. you know yeah. however i want in whatever voice and There's it's just... been healing and it's brought the kind of the fun inspiration back that Yay. i kind of like <laughs> got drained over the holidays you know <laughs> building up the reserves so no, i'd yeah. love i'd love for you to talk about uh the development of of your palette you're, you're very very unique yeah uh, how how did that develop in the first place well i i don't you know i always i think a lot of people start out with doing landscapes that are just blue and green right with the sky um at some point i just fell in love with neon colors and then there's a couple goldens there's a couple companies that do make neon so i started trying to actively put that in there just always put neon in there um, I don't know. I just wanted it's to throw color at people <laughs> and use the color so that, like, if you look at it, it will, you can still in your mind decide what it, you know, the colors mean. Like, if it's a pink tree, it's still, you know. You know. Yeah. 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 No, like and that. that's that's what's so Try cool. Try to use color value and color theory to, so to, to also, pull you in. Also, really funny, I'm just throwing this in there. So, I have never met Grant in real life, but we've been like Instagram friends for a really long time. Yeah. And now getting to know him, like, over the past week or so, I really can see, like, how his work is a part of him. Yes. And, I mean, right now, you can't see him, but he's wearing a neon yeah. yellow sweater. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, his, it, you're, you're absolutely right. His, his work is him. It's his personality really, like, comes through. Like, it's, like, very alive, fun, like, low-key, like, and it's Why? funny. It's funny because when you when y'all were driving here, and I'm looking at your work, I didn't uh, imagine you. And then when I saw you get out of the car, I was like, "Oh, of course." Yes. Yes. <laughs> now I'm like, and I'm like, "Oh," and it was like, it's one of those things where I guess it's like it's probably like listening to radio where mm -hmm. people are like, right? No uh, they, they like with me, they'll be like, "You're so much younger than I thought you <laughs> you would be," and I was like, oh, "He's so much younger than I thought he would be." But then, then it it all clicks. Yes, Grant Hafner. You can see him tonight at the Soundview. He's going to be in the piano bar. So tonight um, he's doing a talk in front of the fireplace okay. in our Halyard main dining room. So okay. during the winter, we serve dinner um, out of the piano bar, the lounge, and the library. So the huge dining room is kind of like this space that we're trying to activate with a lot of different programming. When you did the flea market there. Yeah. That yeah. was great. The, great use of uh, the, the local artists. Yes, artist market. Um, yes, artist market. Yeah. So this, you know, he's our second artist. We have 11 more artists throughout um, the all of March and April. Whoa. Um, yep. 
Just yeah. in the next two months, there will be 11 artists every, there. Yes, every week there's a different artist. We actually have another artist on our at our Harborfront Inn property right now. He's a playwright and actor. He also has a solo performance Friday night and Monday night. And then What's his name? His name's Devin Burnham. Okay. Yep, and then our second artist, so Grant is leaving Friday morning. Our, uh, th- our third artist is checking in, checked in last night, and she actually has a artist talk on Sunday. So it's a very jam-packed weekend. Yes. <laughs> and and she, what's her name? Her name is uh, Lauren Erdrich, and she just had a solo show open in New York City at Shrine NYC, and she was just featured in Cultured Magazine. So they're really Super fascinating cool. different artists. And, yeah, And kudos to you, because I, I know, booking this show, how much work this is. Um, where can folks go to keep up and know who's coming when? So our website, Soundview Greenport, we have an Uncommon Artist page. Um, and then there is also an Eventbrite link. Local page? What? You said Uncommon Artist page. Yes, on the oh, website. I'm thinking of pa- Page the Person in Greenport. Oh. <laughs> I got, that was me. I'm there. It's that was a that was no, a website that was a, page. That was a me issue. Um, but there is also uh, a link to our event bright that has all of the um all the artists. We're also posting actively on Instagram obviously. Yes. <laughs> and what's the app for that? Soundview Greenport. And same soundviewgreenport.com. Yep. I'm Gianna Volpe. Same same. That was Kara Hoblin and Grant Hafner. This is OK Go. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you just heard the Thoughtful Thursday segment right here on the weekday morning and midnight show at the heart of the East End, live from the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. When you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM. <laughs>
once more. Here goes a fool. The moment that we kiss, I know it's wrong, but I just can't resist you. The moment that I'm close to you, I know I'll forgive you again. And people will say, there goes a fool. From the Clovers to the Reverend Al Green, you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
you'll do the best you can. But it don't take much for me before my cup runs over. comes the night holding me tight for you Here 
little Harry James and his orchestra, followed by George Harrison, Here Comes the Moon. I'll let you guess what's coming on after George. It's a pretty easy guess. Black Hollies on deck after that. Then Bob Dylan. And then our first featured local artist, Bossa Nova Beatniks on WLIWFM. Everybody's talking up a storm. NPR Radio. Act like they don't notice it, but here it is and here it comes. Here comes the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon. Here comes the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon. Oh yeah. Squeakens when it's full As it turns my head around me Yes, it does Here it comes Here comes the moon The moon, the moon, the moon, the moon Here comes the moon The moon, the moon, the moon, the moon Here comes the Like a little brother to the sun Oh mother to the stars at night And he is and here he comes He comes the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon He comes the moon
A song for a little bit later today. You're listening to WLI, WFM, NPR Radio. That one was for a little bit later. This is for this morning. Uh, here comes the rain, and here's that rainy day. The Black Hollies and Bob Dylan. Oh, we're only going to probably be able to get the Black Hollies in there. But we'll lead it. We'll come out of the NPR news break in the local news update with Bob Dylan and the Bossa Nova Beatniks here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI WFM. Stay tuned for Rory Kelly. 